Welcome to this week's episode of Lessons from Loyola Hall, where Ian Thompson talks with longtime St. Ignatius theology teacher, Mr. Tom Healy, about a new theological matter each week. This week, Mr. Healy will be talking about his memories of former St. Ignatius president, Father Welsh, who unfortunately passed on last week. Podcasts, bringing the eye to your ear. I'm here again with Mr. Healy. So you worked under Father Welsh, and you were a student under him. You knew him for how long? 44 years. 44 years. I mean, what are some memories that you have of him, like when you were, on, when you were a student under him? I, uh, <clears throat> I first got to know Father Welsh as a sophomore. Uh, first semester of sophomore year, he was the sophomore service director at the time. And he may very well have been the first sophomore service director. And uh, just got to know him through being with him in the class once a week. And uh, we, we struck up a, a friendship uh, based on that. I would go to uh, see him, to talk to him outside of class whenever there was something on my mind. And uh, it, was, it was great to, to be able to cultivate a, a friendship with a priest. It was the first time that I had ever had that sort of uh, relationship at, at that level with a priest. Obviously, in, in grade school, you get to know priests, you serve for them and that sort of thing. But uh, in, in high school, it was on a, a much deeper, more uh, regular level. So uh, Father Welsh became my spiritual advisor, my spiritual director at an age where I didn't even know what a spiritual director was. I just knew that there was this really nice priest uh, who would listen to me, who would um, take me seriously and who would, I think more important than anything else maybe, was to uh, be a sounding board that would push back uh, if, I, uh, if I went to places he thought, you know, intellectually I shouldn't be going to, uh, which was great because it was, it was really good for him to be able to do that for me because it enabled me to, to hone in my own head what, what my thoughts were instead of him just sort of passing me along. Uh, he would challenge me, and that was uh, that was great. Our relationship was on that level, but it also was on a, a personal, friendly uh, level as well. I remember uh, as a junior going to an Ignatius basketball game in our gym, in, in the Father Sullivan Gymnasium, and I had a date, and I introduced my date to Father Welsh, and he said to her, uh, Anne, you're a very pretty girl. You can do a lot better than that. And it was in that moment that I realized that we were really friends because only a friend would say something like that, unless he was particularly cruel. Uh, but to realize that this priest is actually a friend of mine, that he was ribbing me uh, in front of this girl who would eventually become my wife. And, and that relationship that he started with Anne became important to her as well. That uh, when he found out that she was going to go to John Carroll, he made sure that I knew just how much more he liked her than he liked me, because I had forsaken the Jesuits and gone over to the dark side uh, by not attending a Jesuit university. And uh, so when he found out that she was going to be going to John Carroll, she became the favorite uh, of the two of us. And and that relationship became very much a part of our lives, that uh, uh, Father, at uh, various 
social events related to St. Ignatius would seek out Anne, maybe even more than he would seek out me to see how she was doing. And, and not because of the, the John Carroll thing, which was just, I think, more uh, uh, some, some banter uh, between he and I, but that he really cared. And he cared about me and he cared about her. And then eventually, uh, when we had children, cared about them as well. And when our son Kevin was sick, he would constantly uh, find me on campus to ask, how's Kevin doing? How are you doing? How's Ann doing? How's your daughter Mary Kate doing? And so uh, just an incredible concern for us throughout uh, the, the 44 years that I, that I knew him. He was uh, always there uh, when, uh, when, we, when I needed somebody to talk to on a lot of different levels, whether it be professional or spiritual or, or anything that was going on in my life. He was a, a great source of, of comfort and assistance and, and spiritual nourishment. So uh, my, my 44 years of knowing Father Welsh have been, obviously there was a progression uh, from just meeting him as a, as a teacher, but then growing into uh, him just being, not just being that, but being a, a friend and a family friend as well. Yeah. And like anything else that you want from from a, an institutional standpoint, I think that's I think everybody has those kinds of stories that I just told, uh, and some of them were told at at Father's uh, funeral mass at at uh, Jesu the other day. But I think also we have to take a look at Father Welsh from an institutional standpoint that he was for me and for all those people uh, who had such uh, great encounters with him throughout their lives. He was a wonderful priest, but he was also a wonderful Jesuit. And uh, he did incredible things for St. Ignatius as a Catholic and as a Jesuit school. And, and I think that's really important. Uh, it, is, it, it was well known that if you were going to be hired at St. Ignatius High School, not only did you have to pass muster with the uh, department chairperson for the department that you wanted to uh, work for uh, and then the principal, but also you had to make it through the corner office where Father Welsh was. And he would be very pointed in his questions about uh, your relationship with Jesus. And that took me aback when I was uh, 21 years old sitting in his office thinking, wow, this is so great. I'm going to be teaching at St. Ignatius High School. And then he started asking all these questions about my faith life and, and who Jesus was to me personally and those kinds of things that um, were very personal. I thought, wow, this, this is an incredible man uh, who wants so much from his teachers, not just in the classroom, uh, from the standpoint of knowing their stuff but in their relationship with Jesus so that they can pass that on uh, to their students that, you know, we all know you can't pass on what you don't have. And he wanted to make sure that we had or and or were very open uh, to continuing to grow in our faith. So that was very important. And uh, another thing I, I think that Father Welsh projected to the students over the years uh, was that Jesus was the center of all that we do. And that we have to have certain markers that show that we are at least beginning to understand that. When I was a student here, and this is not a slight of anyone who was uh, running the show here back in the, the mid-70s, what those of us who were here then like to call the glory years and what other people call the troubled years, but that's a separate story. Uh, Father Welsh instituted a vision of St. Ignatius that, that filtered down into the classroom in a very uh, specific way. I learned what it was to be a Jesuit, mostly by osmosis, uh, mostly by observing how the Jesuits acted and what they did. Father Welsh wanted to make it very clear 
to to all the students what the Jesuit vision of reality was, what the Ignatian vision of reality was, by making sure that they knew what the five aspects of a Jesuit education were, uh, by making sure that they knew uh, the prayer of generosity. I didn't know the prayer of generosity when I was a student, and you would be hard-pressed to find any student from St. Ignatius who was here from the time of, uh, of, of Father Welsh as president and beyond uh, who doesn't know the prayer for generosity. So on, on a, a very fundamental level, Father Welsh had a lot to do with fostering St. Ignatius, not just as a great academic institution, but as one that was uh, Christ-centered and one that understood the world from an Ignatian standpoint and, and just how important that was for him, that uh, he belonged to the Society of Jesus. This was an apostolate, St. Ignatius High School was an apostolate of the Society of Jesus. And therefore, the whole question of who Jesus is, uh, that he is to be uh, uh, learned about, that he is to be loved, that he is to be served, uh, was so essential to what Father Welsh uh lived in his own life and what he wanted to bring to his students. He felt that if we just become a private school with crucifixes all over the place, that would not be a school he would be very proud of. And so I know for a fact his crowning glory in his mind was the chapel, that every day when our young men come onto campus, that's the first thing that they will see is our chapel, that that will be very much a part of and central to what St. Ignatius is all about. Inside our chapel is the Eucharist, is Jesus, and Jesus for Father Welsh was everything. So that's what I think uh, he instilled in the school. And uh, amidst all the wonderful stories of, uh, of him joking around with you with a twinkle in his Irish eyes, it was all ultimately about Jesus. Everything he did was to help bring everyone he came in contact with into a closer relationship with our Lord. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Lessons from Loyola Hall. Ian Thompson will be back with Mr. Healy next week, so be sure to tune in.